Welcome to One Question Wednesday. I'm your host, Jonathan Schechter. In this episode, I chat with Tristan Victor, who is an embodiment coach that I have followed for a while on Instagram and really admire. Uh, When I first started following Tristan, he was doing like cannabis integration coaching, which was really curious to me. And that really kind of sparked my interest in his message and some of the things that he was talking about. And I just really appreciate how he carries himself and his message. So I hope you enjoyed this episode about what it means to be present and be authentic and, uh, you know, really think it ties into the episode that we did last week about somatic uh, awareness. So hope you enjoy this one and that you've checked out the previous episode as well. Cheers. All right. Hey, Tristan. What's up, Jonathan? It's good to hear you. It's good to see you. And thank you so much for this opportunity to extend um, the space to share and uh, connect with others. Absolutely. Pleasure is all mine. I like the, you got some cactus back there. Yeah, this is a, there's a bunch of cactuses over here and succulents around that you can't fully see, but just enjoying some sunshine. I'm out here in Cali uh, in Los Angeles. So it's a beautiful day outside. I'm loving the background. I believe that's a, a Japanese painting, right? Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for being here. So welcome to another episode of One Question Wednesday. Uh, the show where we bring you one burning question about meditation, breath work, self-development, plant medicine, uh, somatics, all kinds of things about your development, uh, but we just keep it to one question. Nice. My guest today is I am Tristan Victor. His name is self-explanatory, Tristan, and I've been following Tristan for a while. I really dig his message, the way that he presents himself and his offerings. And there was a particular post that, mm. that you had made, Tristan, mm. that really like, it really landed to me. And that was the main reason where I was like, okay, I gotta have this guy on the podcast. I really <laughs> wanna hear, hear more about where he's coming from. You had such an authentic and vulnerable uh, answer in this, in this post. And in this post, you were, you were sharing about not fe- like feeling disconnected from your body for most of your life. And, you know, that now you are finding yourself much more embodied, much more connected. And so my question was, you know, how, how do you accomplish that? You know, what, what, what practices do you do? Or is it a mindset? You know, what is it that lets you feel connected and feel like you're in your body? Yeah, uh, such a great question. And um, yeah, thank you for that. To give some good context so that people know kind of my background and how it led up to that awakening uh, to my body consciousness. Um, Essentially, I grew up under a household where the energy was very um, out of body, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Uh, Essentially, like my my dad was working and supporting the family. So I spent more time with my mom and my little sister. And the way that we would connect was through movies and through shows. And so growing up, my life was filled with Disney movies, Harry Potter. It was filled with different television shows, anime. And so that would be the way that I would then connect with my family is we would sit down, we would watch a show and we would talk about it. And growing up, although that enhanced my creativity and my imagination, my ability to kind of like see storylines and character developments, 
it did create a habit of me constantly being in, in my mind and in my mm. own imagination. You top that with also society's way of creating this hierarchy of intellect where the most successful people are the ones who have the highest intellect, which is what academia weaves into the expectation of knowing more. Right? Who knows the most, you know, mm. the better grades, the PhD, like it's, it's surrounded by intellect, which is the mind. Right. And so growing up, this was then a habit of me constantly just being in my mind and in my head, in my intellect. And in some ways I was even praised for just my ideas, right. And my ability to, have all these amazing insights and these ways of speaking, this, these philosophical thoughts where I even studied philosophy in college. And what I started noticing was that the philosophy was great, but it didn't necessarily support me in the actual embodiment or engaging in my life. It, it brought me more into just thinking, 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 thinking. Hmm. And so when I started working with psychedelics and different plant medicines like psilocybin, like cannabis in a different way than I was before, it started bringing me more into presence, into connection, into the here and the now arriving to here. And I read Ram Dass's book, Be Here Now. And during that time when I was reading his book and I was working with psilocybin, it was, I was having all these awakenings, right? All these awakenings of, wow, I, I haven't really been here. I, I've been somewhere else. I've been really disconnected. Mm -hmm. And the more I started working with that, the more I started to see the layers of embodiment, right? And I spelled it I-N-B-O-D-Y-M-E-N-T. And so the in, so being in my body, in the movement, um, that's how I kind of explain it. It's like, it's a movement. It's, it's not so much a state of mind at all. It's more so just, it's a feeling. It's, it's a way to be. And so three things that really started pivoting this and that can support others was number one, connecting more with, with the land and with nature that started becoming a new practice for me was slowing down, was walking barefoot, was really allowing uh, nature to become my teacher and mm. allowing myself to listen to the trees and listen to the wind, listen to the fire, listen to the earth and listen to the water. And so that was like my first step in arriving more into my body was being in this realm, right? Mm being in this world, right? Rather than in the worlds that I can create or, or escape to in my mind. Mm -hmm. And that first step was game changer. I started gardening, um, putting my hands to the earth, moving mulch around and allowing myself to really receive the sunlight, receive the lessons from what nature continues to teach me. Mm -hmm. The second thing was having the opportunity and the blessing to be in connection with some really amazing and powerful bodywork healers. Um, my partner, uh, she does really powerful quantum alignment, bodywork, hands-on sessions, and so does her mentor. And getting introduced to that work was game changer. Like, wow, that was my second awakening into how much tension and trauma my body carries. And so being able to realign my spine, notice how I cleanse up, notice where there was years and years of my neck kind of just laying back like that. And then being able to readjust it and feel the difference in that because this is where like I carried my fear, not the pressure. So learning more about how my body was communicating with me and learning how to listen to the subtleties. And, and I was almost like I had to relearn how to walk, how to stand, how to fix my posture and all this, this, that was my second deepening of being in my body more 
feeling, wow, when I'm texting or when I'm on my computer, when I'm driving, the impact that has of how the energy then gets stuck, right? Then Mm -hmm. how the energy needs to be moved and then the necessary actions to move it, right? To to be more engaged. Um, That all then led me to the the third one, which was uh, doing the actual things, right? The actions of yoga and being more in the engagement of my ideas, right? Putting the idea into action and into purpose and into engagement, connection and presence. And that's where then I started finding more of, wow, for so long, I had all these great ideas. I had all these thoughts. But being more in my body, I get to feel what it feels like to be engaged in the actual experience of what I'd like to create for myself in my life. And so the practice was, yeah, keeping consistent in movement and exercise in my dieta right now, drinking more and more water, watching what I'm eating, working with the seasons, you know, when fall. So going more into grounding and warming foods, connecting more with my lineage, with the Mexicas and how they saw life and were more in their body and all that to then bring forward more of this cool. Now that I'm here arriving to the now, I can now move with that and engage more with what more my heart, um, what my heart wants to bring forward, which was like coaching and the podcasts and music. And rather than like the fantasy of, Oh, that would be so fun. That'd be great. Or like the little step in the embodiment of being in it, and allowing that to be the normal of my life, to be mm. the experience of how I feel like to be engaged in it and what comes up in that process. So that kind of summarizes a little bit of like, in retrospect, the, the process, the story and what has supported me to getting more into arriving. Yeah, I, I love that. There's there's so much to um, to unpack there. You know, some of some of what I heard that really resonates is, you know, that connection um, yeah. to community. Yeah. as well as to yourself, right? So yeah. you, um, it sounds like not only um, did you start to turn your, uh, your consciousness and your experience outward and, sh- yeah. and, and be open to sharing it with others, but you were also letting that energy in, you know, mm-hmm. being connected with nature, being connected with um, different practices that can support the, the vision that you want to embody and that you want to bring forward into, into the world. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I love that. Um, yeah, I just, it, it, it resonates so strongly with me because one of the things that came up was, you know, you mentioned these very easy things, mm-hmm. right? Like drinking water, getting out into nature, like taking care of our physical vessel. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes people, when they start down this path of development or improvement, they, um, they feel like there has to be like this, this huge tidal wave, you know, shift of what you're doing. And it's like, no, you just, just take one step at a time, you know, take one breath at a time. Like you don't have to worry about the rest of your life. Just (laughs) be, be here, be with yourself. And like when we're quiet and we can connect with our breath and our body, it's amazing. Like what our body will tell us, like our body will show us the next way. And nature will mm. connect us with that next, that next step. Yeah. You know, I, I had an yeah. experience, I had an experience this year where, um, and I'm still like, I'm on the tail end of this, this healing from it. I, you know, I fractured my shoulder. Mm. I, I've been in like a, you know, pretty intense physical experience 
mm. for most of the year. And one of the things that's helped me the most is like getting out into nature as much as I can yeah. during the wor- during the worst part of it. I was out in nature every day and yeah. just being there and breathing and being open to receiving all the different um, signals and, and lessons that nature wanted to give me. They were right there, but <laughs> like you were saying, you know, usually we're, we're, we, we've got that, that lamp like turned inward into our right. experience, right. into our fears or our hopes or, you know, all those things. And yeah. there's, there's so much magic just around us that's there for yeah. the taking. Yeah. hundred percent. What you, what you shared really resonated with me of allowing our body to be the navigation of mm. where our next step is. And yes. I found it so hard for me, you know, in the beginning of my journey, because there was so much pressure of needing to know what I was going to do. Right. In college, it was like, what are you going to major in? What are you going to major in? What do you want to do? What are you going to do? What's your plan? What's your plan? Even when I stepped away from college and, be, you know, stepped into entrepreneurship, it was like, okay, cool. What's your niche? How are you going to, what, what's your focus? What makes you different? What's this? All these answers, all these answers. Where yeah. well, there was this overwhelming pressure to need to know what I was going to do in my life. On top of that, like needing to know also meant my finances and needing to know how I was going to make money. Mm-hmm. And there was this pressure, right? The survival and then wanting to know the answers so I could know how to move. And what was it? very supportive. Um, and I like that you mentioned bringing it back into the body to allow that to be the compass as I found that compassion has the word compass in it. And Mm. so when we're exploring what direction to go, I found that that's when we need the most amount of compassion for ourselves Mm. because it's then our heart becomes our compass to then navigate us. And when we have self-compassion, it gives us the opportunity to really check in with what's most present and what's going to support us in the next step. And doing that more and more arriving back into here allowed me to step into the body and then navigate from there of like, okay, cool. Especially with um, the entrepreneurship of cool. I'm really, I have all these exciting ideas, but coming back here (laughs) allowed me to start with just what's the first step. Yeah. And then moving in that way. And that's what I found a lot in, and my coaching and the people I'm supporting is, yes, it's all going to happen. And it starts here. It starts with just taking that first step and then noticing what comes up. Yeah. And working with our relationship with fear and discomfort and moving in that way. And then your purpose finds you. Mm. And there's nothing to figure out at that point. It's more so things to engage with more and experience. And that becomes the answer. So... I, I love that so much. And it's, it's amazing um, how in sync we are because I would say for the last few years, I really feel like I've gotten out of my head yeah. and into my heart. Yeah. And after living in my head my whole life and being yeah. disconnected from my, my heart, from my body, like you're saying, yeah. the, one of the things I find the most profound is that when I'm in presence and when I'm listening to my heart, there is absolutely no doubt there's no question. It's mm-hmm. just the way I always describe it is it's like a compass inside my mm-hmm. heart and it just points <laughs> in the direction where I need to go. And all I have to do is have faith and like open to yeah. following it. And I don't have to think about it. Like all that drama right. that was up in my head, all the yeah. overthinking, all the decisions, <laughs> all the narratives and like the extra stuff just completely yeah. goes away as soon as I drop into that heart space. Exactly, and, and so it's like, wow, the more I can live in that place, the better. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
And, and I wanted to mention one other thing that I really appreciate about your message. And maybe I'm reading this wrong. So if, if you have a different interpretation, please let me know. Um, but I love that you are being honest about the humanness of this yeah. journey and of this work. Like yeah. it, it, you know, you, you have some posts about, I think you called it ascension addiction, you know, <laughs> which, which to me, I would also call like spiritual bypassing. Right. Right. There's, right. there's, there's so, we get so um, wrapped up in like these peak experiences or, yeah. you know, you had a post about like sort of looking yeah. down at people that weren't vegan or weren't meditating as much as you instead <laughs> of like having that compassion for them. Right. And, you know, I, I have a lot of compassion for people that are like that because I know what it's like to be there. Mm-hmm. And I also know that it's like, if I'm cutting myself off from that part of my humanity, that part of my journey, I'm really yeah. not doing myself a service at all, you know? Yeah. And especially right. coming into this place where I'm being of service to others, I can only help people as deeply as I've met myself. Exactly. So it's, so it, it, it's, it's becoming of me to do that work myself and to stand in that truth, even if it's uncomfortable. <laughs> so, because that's what everybody else is going through too. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, yeah. I coined the Ascension Addiction after going through like several self-realizations. It reminds me so much of, um, for anyone who watches Keen Peel, um, I love Keen Peel. It's, it's a hilarious, uh, show. Both one of the episodes, uh, has like, and they're showing the characters where like someone's like putting up a front, you know, and doesn't have really any original ideas. They're just going with everyone else. And the guy's like, nah, bro, like, what do you think? You know, but like, what's true to you? Like, stop following everyone else. And it's, he gets to a point where he breaks down and he's like, ah, don't look at me. <laughs> he's like, I'm a fraud. And he started running away. Um, and I bring that up because in, in so many ways, I started feeling that way where I'm, I was realizing all these things where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm projecting all this judgment. I'm like creating this hierarchy. Wow. I'm like compartmentalizing my personality, um, performing more than just what's really real and checking in. Like, oh, there's this fear that's that's present that's bringing me more into this this image rather than the embodiment of it. And so the Ascension Addiction was a very honest and very opportune way for me to express like, fuck, you know, like I, I was noticing these things of myself and the more honest I was able to be with, yeah, this is present and this is where I'm at and this is how I'm moving in, moving through it so I can come more into the compassion, the awareness, the, the authenticity was the key. Like what's really, what's most alive in me and my heart and my body and what's really real and honest about how I'm sharing myself and all of myself, not just pieces for the sake of how it's going to look for the brand or how it's going to look for the sake of the aesthetic, but allowing right. all of it to just be there and be showcased. And it empowered my artistry into another level because mm-hmm. it was then giving me the permission to, so to speak, paint with different colors and try different schemes and in a better way, give myself the permission yeah. to be seen as I am rather than like before doing live streams or, or other things that would allow me to be seen holding this certain image, right? Having certain things to share and, and a presentation. Yeah. But the medicine has brought me more into just show up as I am. And that is the medicine is the presence. 
Yeah, I love that. Um, we had a previous episode where we were talking about like um, how to do men's work and how to get yeah. started with breath work. Yeah. And there was a question on there about like, well, how can we get our friends or our family to come to this work? Mm-hmm. And what, it, what we, what the discussion came down to was we don't, all we have to do is show up and do our own work. Right. Like it's, it's not for me to show up and say like, Hey, Tristan, like there's this really cool thing, like come check it out. But if I show up authentically every day and I'm doing my own work and I'm embodied mm-hmm. in my presence, then other people are going to look at me and go, Hey bro, what are you doing? Right. You know, like this is that you weren't like this a year ago or five <laughs> years ago or when you were in high school. So like, yeah, I'm curious. And then that's the invitation of like, cool. That it worked for me. It can work for you. You know, it's, it's right. not, it's not magic. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Exactly. So I, I love that, that you are, you know, really finding your own compass and like listening to it and embodying your own um, higher self and purpose. And when you do that, it just sends out that, that beacon of light to, to everybody else around you. Exactly. Awesome. Well, this has been a great discussion. I really appreciate your time and your energy and, and your wonderful um, input, Tristan. If people want to work with you, where should they go to, to connect or learn more? Yeah, you can go on my bio and there's a, there's a link there. Uh, it's a milkshake link that'll have all my links and uh, ways to connect and, and move forward. Awesome. Well, this has been a really awesome conversation and I really appreciate your time. Um, Everybody should go check out uh, I Am Tristan Victor. He's got some great content, great um, lessons and knowledge to share with everybody. And um, I hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving, whatever that means to you. You you know, (laughs) even if it's just taking a few breaths and like finding some gratitude for where we're at um, Mm. in in the present day. We will be back next week with another awesome guest and until then thank you so much for joining in or watching the replay tristan i'm gonna i'll I'll post this video in a few minutes and that way we can share it on our accounts and whatnot let's do it thank you so much jonathan for your time and thank you everyone for tuning in awesome thank you sir thanks brother take care Thanks for checking out this episode of One Question Wednesday. I hope that not only you enjoyed it, but that you feel inspired to go and practice, you know, go meditate, do some breath work, take an ice bath, or that you feel curious about adding a new practice to your self-development and transformation work. As always, if you can like, follow, subscribe the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on, it really helps just making that or adding a review really helps push the show up in the algorithm. And also follow me on Instagram at Blue Magic Alchemy, all one word. And if you're interested in learning more about breathwork or you'd like support integrating or preparing for self-development and transformational work, uh, reach out to me at bluemagicalchemy at gmail.com or on Instagram to set up a discovery call for integration coaching. Until next time, thank you, be well, and keep practicing.